0: So uh, we are introducing the theme of kingdom giving and what that looks like for us as a community, but it's all age, so I've got to try and do that in an all age way. It's not an easy thing to think of an all age talk about giving. Uh, so I need a volunteer uh, to help me uh, with this, please. Any keen volunteers, young people particularly, any keen, keen, God, go on then. Just, uh, my bag, um give that. So we're thinking about uh, generous giving, (laughs) kingdom giving, and what it means to give uh, in in a kingdom way. Uh, Now, interestingly, uh, Jesus obviously talks about a lot of things when he's on earth. When he's teaching, he teaches all kinds of different things, ways to live, and all those things. Did you know that Jesus talks more about money than he does about love? Did you know that Jesus talks more about money than he does about heaven or hell combined? Did you know that Jesus talks more about money than he does about community? Did you know any of those things?: Okay. Uh, I've got something else for you. Can you one. In fact, actually, Jesus uh, does about 40 parables, uh, and 11 of those parables are either about money or he uses money as an analogy uh, for something else to teach about something else. Jesus is constantly talking about money—just uh, something <laughs> uh, else of the chocolate variety—and um, and it's probably very understandable why Jesus does that. When you look at it, you might think, why does Jesus talk so much about money? When you know you can look around you, you can realise the good and the bad that money can do, can't you? Instantly, you just have to read the newspaper once and you can see that many problems are revolving around money. I think Jesus probably knew that economies would grow and fall and that money would be an issue for all people at just Um, we we know that money will be an issue for many people regardless of how well off you are uh, you will have financial issues they'll be relative to other people and they'll be different from other people but money is something we all have an issue with At sometimes, either we love it too much or we struggle to find it uh, whatever it may be it's something that we uh, come across issues with a lot of the time Uh, Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of things revolve around money, and I think Jesus knew that to be the case. Jesus knew that actually, of all the things vying for our attention uh, above him, when he says, you shall have no other gods but me, you shall worship the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, I think Jesus knew that one of the, one of the things that would be fighting for that attention from us, fighting for our worship, would be money. Or the love of money, as he describes it. A lot of people misquote it and say that money is the source of all evil. That's not true. Uh, Jesus says the the love of money is the source of all evil. Jesus knew that that was... I just got something else. Thank you. Just a lolly. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, So money is something that's important and it's important that we look at it, but we've got to look at it in the right context. I said that Jesus talks more about money than he does about love. That is true. Jesus talks more about money than he does about heaven and hell combined. That's true. Jesus talks more about money than he does about community. That's true. There is only one thing that Jesus talks about more than money. Do you know what it is? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is the only thing that Jesus talks about more than money. And I think that's fascinating because when you think about it, our passage that we looked at in the very start of this series as we were looking at our values and what's important to us is that we said above all else we want to be people who seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And that comes in the context where Jesus is talking about money. And treasures and storing up to or not worrying about where money will come from, our provision will come from, but seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so we want our giving to come from a place of being a people who are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So we have to ask, what does that look like? Now, we live in a time where I think people give more without thinking now than they ever have before. So if you've set up a standing order for the church, for example, that goes out your bank probably without you even thinking about it. Uh, and you probably don't necessarily review that very often, but it's just a natural thing. And there are different ways in which people give. Some people give uh, really uh, incredibly generously from whenever their pay comes in. They, they, do, they just give straight away and other people more towards the end of the month. Now... You have there some things that I've given you, okay? Some bigger than others, yeah? It's fair to say that there's some really nice things there. And I want you to just give one of those things away, okay? Now, now before you do that, I want to say this, okay? There will be no judgment if you choose to give away the smallest thing, okay? And there will be no reward if you choose to give away the biggest thing, okay? So this is entirely your choice, okay? You can give away any one of those things, but only one is that clear yeah. have you made your choice no no <laughs> if you could try and make your choice a bit quicker that would be useful any one of those things I know it's hard isn't it because you love them all it's sort of lovely isn't it nice to keep it all but you've got to give one of those away just choose one okay he's chosen one give it away choose someone to give it away He's chosen the. And he's given it to his neighbour. That's good. Okay, now that is, I think, a a good picture of how many of us uh, choose to give. That when everything else is given, when we've we've received everything from the month, at what's left, we might give some of what's left. But actually, I think the kingdom kind of giving says, actually, I want to ask God how much I should be giving uh, from my first fruits. A lot of the Bible, a lot of the passages about giving, people quote as being 10% and different percentages of your tithing, all those kinds of things. What God really asks for is for us to give our first fruits. From what we first receive. And to be really intentional, and that word is really key, about how we give and what we give to. Now I just literally just now thought of an idea that I think would be fun to share. Because if we're being people who want to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then it stands to reason, hopefully, that we want our giving to reflect that. We want to give towards things that we believe build the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Now, when you look at the world around you, when you watch adverts on TV, there are so many things we could be giving to, aren't there? There's so much choice of charity and so many worthy causes. Each one of them seems just as worthy as the one before. And we've got to make a decision. Do we give a little bit to each one? Do we give a huge amount to one or two? How do we think about our giving? How do we decide what to give to? And the question I want to ask you, and we'll ask this again at the end, is have you ever asked God what he might like you to give to? Because I think kingdom giving, the the type of giving that comes from seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which we said means seeking him as king, means that we want him to be king over our finances as well, acknowledging that everything is his anyway. And so our values that we're looking at this week are going to help us uh, to think about that. So can we uh, move on? Uh, The next slide is a picture of all saints, Uh, hopefully. Let's have that. Subliminal messaging, let's move on. Uh, So as we think about giving, this image was supposed to be a lovely image of a plaque that's inside All Saints. Uh, And the reason that we're doing this is because I want to suggest to us this morning that giving towards the All Saints project is one way that we can give generously to build the kingdom of God. The plaque, thankfully I have a picture of it here, uh, reads this. This tablet was placed here by the staff and scholars of the Buckingham Gate Central School London as a token of gratitude for the kindness and sympathy extended to them by the residents of Slaffon Parish and its neighbourhood throughout the period of evacuation during the Second World War. All Saints and Han Cross and Slatham have a history of being a place of refuge and safety and security for people who are in need. And we have recognized more this year than ever before that that is what God has called All Saints to be a place of security and refuge and safety for those in their time of need. And we've seen that through the pantry in ways we could not have imagined a year ago, and through other things that we're doing there as well. And so when we're thinking about giving to a building, it may seem like that isn't necessarily a good use of our money, but I hope that we can see as a church that what we're doing by giving to All Saints is building the kingdom of God in hand By creating a place that more people can access, because the accessibility will be better. And that doesn't necessarily benefit us in the ways that we might expect it to. That actually I think the building of All Saints is more for the community than it is for us that we won't benefit greatly from All Saints as a church, I'll be honest, because this will continue to be our place of worship. We'll continue to come here on a Sunday morning and enjoy what we have here because of the legacy that people before us have left behind in developing here. We continue for this to be our place where we uh, receive our, our times of God and all those things and those encounters, but All Saints is going to be something that benefits other people far more than it benefits us. Therefore, I think it's more missional, Than Just a normal building project if that makes sense Uh, And so our values help us to reflect on this this week. So first one, hopefully if it comes up. There we go We seek to serve the needs of others Now we've talked about this one before and it's a pretty obvious one Hopefully for us as being people who seek first the kingdom of god is that we want to serve the needs of others We want to bless others in the ways that we have been blessed by god Uh, The second one is that everything we have as a church community should benefit the lost, the broken, the orphan and the widow, before it blesses us. Now I talked about this before about how I'm still wrestling with this one and how we word and work this one uh, but, and I gave the picture of an alpha supper that actually if, if more guests than team arrive then the team will negate their meals so that the guests can eat that we want that as a picture of how we serve our community that those in need receive our first fruits and that we as a church live off the scraps in inverted commas if that makes sense that actually what we give blesses other people before it blesses us now a slight caveat to that is obviously as a church we need money to survive (laughs) we need money to be able to pay the bills and pay our staff and all those kind of things and so we are asking you to consider increasing your regular giving generally in the next few weeks but obviously when it comes to the thing of all saints is we think it fits within this particular thing of blessing other people before it blesses us Uh, and then the next one We seek to be generous with our finances and resources within our means in response to the love of God and not from obligation. That's the passage in Corinthians makes that very very clear that our giving should be joyful and not obligatory that we don't give because we feel we have to we give because we're responding to the love that God has shown us and that section of within our means in brackets is extremely important uh, because I believe that we shouldn't give if we are in debt, for example. Because if we are in debt and we're having to pay back a bank, then the money that we own doesn't actually belong to us to give away. It belongs to the bank until we're out of debt. I believe we shouldn't give if it puts us in debt unless God specifically asks us to give sacrificially, which sometimes he will. And there will be an element of faith and risk within that. But it has to be a prophetic God-led thing when that happens. And so we give within our means, within what we have. But when we do so, we do so generously uh, and for the needs of others. And in response to the love of God, not in response to me telling you to give or a religion telling you to give or whatever it may be. So that our giving is in response. And so here's this lovely, fun, practical idea I literally just had as we were stood over there they say that you can tell what matters to you by looking at your bank balance. Uh, that the things you spend your money, in money on are the things that are important. Now, there are things we spend our money on that we have no choice over. Our rent, our bills, that kind of thing. But with what's left, what we spend our money on is what matters to us. And so I literally just had this idea of printing off a bank statement and highlighting it and seeing how many of the things that we're giving to go towards building the kingdom of God. How many of the things we spend our money on would build the kingdom of God? And look to try and make that total at least 10%. but from our first fruits, not from what's left over. Does that make sense? I I don't know. I'm literally just thinking this idea up in my head and I'm going to try it and see how it works for my bank balance. I'm slightly nervous about doing it, I'll be honest. Um, But that whole kind of sense of actually looking, really practically looking at what you give now and asking the question, does what I spend my money on show that I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? But again, that's not... I'm not saying that to, to say this is an obligatory thing. You don't have to do this. Uh, it's a, a kind of thing that if God is calling you to. So I was going to have uh, forms for you to take away and fill in and pledge your money to All Saints this week, but I'm not going to do that this week. Instead, we're going to ask these questions that come up. Do I see my, money, my giving as missional? Do I see my giving as part of my mission, as part of what God's called me to do uh, for his kingdom? Second one, am I giving what God is calling me to give? That's a question about amounts. So am I giving what God is calling me to give or am I giving 10% because that's the thing to do? Does that make sense? Could God be asking me to give more or less? And then thirdly, am I giving to the right things? As I said, if you're not sure, ask the Father. I'm sure he'll show you. He'll show you what your passions are, uh, That maybe passions you have that other people don't have. That, that's, just, he's, that's how he works. He works with us as individuals and knows our hearts and wants to work with us to build his kingdom. And so as you go through maybe your statement and you think about is what I'm giving, uh, is what I'm spending my money on building the kingdom of God here, I want to encourage us uh, to be generous. Now, I'm not judging Jonathan for choosing the lolly, because I think, to be honest, that's what most of us do. But I want us to be more of people who give away from our first fruits, which is why the first ones were midget fruit gems. Uh, There you go. You see, there was a reason, a method to my madness. Um, Anyway, that's... (laughs) that's what I think God is calling. So hopefully we can be a people who give generously in response to the love of God, not out of obligation, and that with our giving, we will see God build his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Why don't we stand and sing?